0: Hello, my dear and darling listeners. You're listening to 93.6 KACB, bringing the news to every soul on this side of the Sylvie's River. All five of us, that is. Citizens of Jerusalem, I hope you're having a spectacular day. It's a beautiful spring afternoon in our little town, and I just know some over-eager plants are about to make some bad life choices. But we'll cover that later on in the forecast. For now, a brief announcement. Local authorities would like to remind you that anyone with information as to the last known location of Intern Ryan is urged to come forward. As you all know, they were filling in for me over their winter break and mysteriously vanished the night of Christmas Eve, causing me to have to book a red-eye from West Virginia at one of the goddamn morning, when I was the one who brought the cookie cake. And also, a valuable member of our community has been lost, potentially. Oregon Public Radio would like to state that it does not hold any responsibility for the personal, physical, or emotional well-being of its interns, and Ryan's waiver is on file here at the station for anyone getting any bright ideas. That being said, we cannot guarantee their safe return, in which case we would like to make this preemptive announcement. To the family of intern Ryan. I'll be honest, I didn't know them very well. I sort of just gave them the keys to the kingdom and said don't f it up, but I'm sure they were just a hoot. Or are. So, sorry about that. And now, oh boy, listeners, this is why I do it. Now it's time to share with you the minutes from the latest meeting of ICUP, the ineffable congregation of the Upper Pacific. The minutes of the March meeting of ICUP were recorded by me, Ezekiel, the only objectively neutral ineffable party there, and read as follows. The meeting began with a call to order from Gabe, who executed this by slamming her hand down on the bar top with extreme force of prejudice. Yowza. The beings present were recorded and number The Archangel Gabriel, also known as Gabe The Archangel Michael, also known as Mike The Prince of Hell Beelzebub, also known as Bibi; Mike's girlfriend, Sufi Shirvan, who listed themselves as here for moral support The Hashma Lucille, guardian angel to the Antichrist, also known as Lucy Yours truly, the prophet Ezekiel. After a role was taken, the Archangel Michael initiated the first item on the schedule. A PowerPoint presentation detailing why he should be given a later curfew. Mixed Travon provided her laptop and projection equipment, as well as flashcards. The Archangel Michael began the presentation by asserting that his curfew of 10pm on school nights, 11pm on weekend nights, was unreasonable he had been getting all A's and B's in his coursework and received no disciplinary actions this semester. When the Archangel Gabriel pointed out that last semester's disciplinary action was for covering a rival lacrosse team's mascot in 10,000 live B's, a witness miracle which he was given no clearance for, the Archangel Michael requested to move to the next point. He then reminded the gathered that he had been consistent with all of his shifts and chores at the Holy Grill where the meeting took place. It was at this point that Beelzebub began laughing so hard he fell out of his chair. When asked what exactly he thought was so funny, he chose to remind the gathered that Archangel Michael is not, in fact, an eighteen-year-old human male, but rather a millions-of-years-old angel of the Lord. It became clear that the rest of the gathered had indeed forgotten this, and the Archangel Michael proceeded to motion to change his curfew to, quote, whenever the f I I want. The motion was carried by a vote of two. The second item on the schedule was a request for discussion by the Archangel Gabriel. She proceeded to unfurl a comically long piece of paper from her apron pocket, and read out a series of dates, one for each month. The Archangel Michael and Beelzebub looked visibly uncomfortable. The harsh Lucille appeared confused. After reading the entirety of the list, the Archangel Gabriel explained that it was a list of due dates for monthly reports on the ineffable going-ons in Jerusalem, and that the Archangel Michael and Beelzebub had failed to turn in any of these requested reports in a timely manner, some not at all. Beelzebub quickly motioned to drop this item from the schedule. Mr. Vaughan voted yea, as did the Archangel Michael. The Archangel Gabriel voted nay. Hashma Lucille, whose question of if she also needed to be sending in reports had gone entirely unanswered, abstained. The next item was the standing squashing-of-the-beefs discussion, in which those present were encouraged to air any grievances with their constituents. At the announcement of this, the Archangel Michael removed his car-keys from his pocket, unlocked his car, and nervously handed Mixtravan their coat. Beelzebub brought the first grievance to the table— requesting that the Archangel Michael take action regarding the noise level of the local teen hangout spot upriver from his bait shop. He expressed frustration that the weekend parties being held there were audible most nights of the warm season, to which the Archangel Michael countered with a query as to why he did not simply soundproof the house with a damnation. Beelzebub stated that it was the principle of the thing, a sentiment that the Archangel Michael rejected, insisting that Beelzebub had never held a single principle in his life, and was certainly not going to start now. The Archangel Gabriel then asked the Archangel Michael why he was out at these revelries in the first place. The Archangel Michael replied that going to a few high school parties was not the worst thing anyone in this group had done, as he accused the Hashemar Lucille of performing multiple unapproved witness miracles on the Antichrist's truck. A statement I wasn't sure whether it was an innuendo or not the Archangel Gabriel of having sexual relations with Beelzebub, and Beelzebub of rigging the community movie nights hosted by the Jerusalem Recreation Center to play The Prestige three consecutive weeks in a row. Mick Stravon suggested that they could compromise on the last accusation, asking the Archangel Michael what movie he would like Beelzebub to rig the community movie night to show. The Archangel Michael requested the Muppet movie, Beelzebub dismissed his request saying that the prestige was an important biopic showcasing some of his finest work a statement that the Hoshmar Lucille insisted was entirely untrue and enraged the Archangel Michael so much that he stood up from his chair shouted you people are insane this is why I'm in therapy Sufi and I are getting ice cream and I'm turning off my phone the rest of what he said I'm banned by the FCC from repeating on air the remaining members still present quickly voted to conclude the meeting, which were myself and the Lucille, as the Archangel Gabriel and Beelzebub had taken to shouting at each other and disappeared into the kitchen, which was our cue to make ourselves scarce. Thus concluded the March meeting of the ineffable congregation of the Upper Pacific. I don't know about you, listeners, but I feel like some shape-ups are in order around here. I'm considering utilising a psychological technique first pioneered by Abby Lee Mill—
1: Well, hello there,
0: caller. You're on the air. Ezekiel, what in boss' f- nine do you think you're doing? Careful, darling. You can't swear on air. There's a lot of f- you can't be doing on a radio broadcast system. Airing ineffable business is one of them. Oh, pish posh. Practically everybody in town at this point knows there's something going on. I mean, a plague of frogs, a demon-murdering high school faculty, a time loop. There was a time loop? Hmm. Looks like someone's not up to speed. I could get you there. Maybe over dinner? Ezekiel, you're allowed whatever hobbies you want to do in your free time, but broadcasting private business on a radio station that anyone can just tune into is irresponsibility and ignorance on the level of... Hold on. Did you say I was on air? You sure are. (laughs) Ah, well, tough crowd, am I right, listeners? (laughs) I usually am. That's why you come to me, for all the good stuff. Speaking of which, let's get you that forecast I promised. Don't touch that dial because we'll be right back afterwards with more of Jerusalem's juiciest stories, brought to you by the one who sees them all. And now, the weather. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking all about. What is it about, Jasper Moon? Well, you have been patient, haven't you? Years and years, toiling in the mud, just like me. Perhaps you've proven you're ready, and so perhaps I'll tell you what it's about. It's about faith, not in what's above. No, faith in what's below. What's under your own two feet? Right there. Right here. What's older than the pyramids? Calcified, fossilized, petrified. Not me, that's for sure. I'm just a shovel. Are you a shovel too? If you are, you've got to dig. There's something in the mud. Bad Lance Cola is a cinematic thriller mystery audio fiction podcast about eldritch fossils, hate-flirting, and liminal nightmares that yawn wide in the desert night. I'll see you there. You won't see me. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. One foot after another. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government issue prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash Road.